Hello and welcome to another MSC Performance Podcast. Firstly, Happy New Year um, to all you listeners. This is Season 5, Episode 1. So we hope to start off the new year with a banging podcast. This is the first one, definitely the first one um, from you listeners. Um, we did just record a 40-minute podcast, but um, we were muted the whole time. So um... it, was a, it was the best podcast we've ever done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Literally 40 minutes of absolute glorious content and banter and realised at the end that we didn't record any sound with it. Yeah. So we're going to try and replicate word for word exactly mm-hmm. what we said. Yes, earlier. So I have a list of the jokes that I need to make. There's quite um, a few, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So leave a couple out, actually. Yeah. Right? So uh, yeah, when we look back over, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, firstly, um, we are joined by myself, Max, Luke Rogers, and Mark Colson. So, firstly, how are you both? How was your New Year's celebrations? Well, well, well last last podcast you called him soon. You called start, me Mister. We are joined by what did I call you, Lord? No. Just Luke. Just Luke. Okay, so we're joined by Luke yeah. and yeah. Sir Mark Colson. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, how are you both? How are your New Year's? Christmas was great. <clears throat> Christmas was great. Had a nice little break. Um, some good downtime. I think I had the same call that everyone else had, yeah. which was a shame. But apart from that, I had a really good time with some family. Um, good little break at New Year's, going up to Wales. So yeah, I had a good time and uh, Looking forward to getting back to, well, back to normal routine this week. It's been great. Good to see the familiar faces and good to get back to it, man. Yeah. Was it cold in Wales? Uh, it was cold in Wales. Yes, man. It was yeah. chilly. It is always chilly, but it wasn't raining, which no. is nice for Wales. Did uh, you get any presents? I did get some presents. Yeah. I got some nice presents this year. Um, I got loads of nice little things that I wanted. I got the Croc slippers, which was really nice. Yeah, uh, nice. Uh, yeah, really nice. comfy. Um, I got a pair of Jordans, which mm. was nice. Got a Michael Jordan jersey for my system, which was really nice. Yeah. Uh, got a little weekend away glamping, so I did very good oh, well, this year. Yeah, glamping, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been for ages, but um, yeah, I did really well this year in presence. I was really happy. socks, because I'm at the age now where socks, I love, I love socks, I but I didn't get any socks this year. I specifically asked and not, you know, my mum not to get me socks, because, yeah, because I've just got so many socks now, it's just getting a bit, a bit out of hand. I've got some lovely socks off uh, Mel, actually, one of mine. Oh, okay. Wonderful members and uh, Louise, who bought me some uh, like Air Jordan socks. Oh, nice! Well, and, boxes, a, and, a, like... and a Miami Dolphin jersey, which was very kind. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah. You both like getting boxes at Christmas. I love getting new pants as well. So um, every time I ever get them, for some reason. Yeah, it's usually socks for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not not so much the pants or a Lynx Africa. Uh, yeah, Lynx Africa always goes down well. Uh, to get some blue Chanel uh, perfume mm-hmm. as well. I know Luke's a. Fuck yeah, he's got my Jordans and now he's got the old blue Chanel. Well, I did very well this Christmas. I was very spoiled this Christmas. And my birthday falls, obviously, just before Christmas as well. So, um, did very well this year. Yeah, a lot better than... Yeah, how was was your Christmas? It was lovely, thank you. Yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, Yeah, very, uh, you know, relaxed and uh, and chilled. It's it's the same conversation over and over again, isn't it? But it was uh, lovely. We we have a very typical um, little... British Christmas. It's uh, you know nice and relaxing out in the countryside. Recharge the batteries. Um, see some family and friends. Um, some good food. Some nice uh, drinks and games. Yeah, it was a lovely time. Very excited to be back in the mix, though. Um, it was a nice break, but like kind of itching to go again. Yeah, get back into some normality. I love the chaos of Christmas of like going to bed late, waking up late um etc but ready to go again and there's yeah. a real 
buzz and anticipation buzz. in the air. Um, I tell you, you know, what, there's, I mean, there's something special brewing in the air at MSC. Yeah, and I could just sense it. I can just feel the oh, the drive, the the, the excitement. And right. It's going to be a big year. It's going to be a big year. I've got an interesting question for you before we get into our topic. So I think a lot of the listeners enjoyed your little rant on how Cool Runnings is the best film to ever be made and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. What's your number one kind of Christmas film or film that you watch over that festive period? Do you have one? Yeah, I didn't really watch any. Um, the, the only film I watched was uh, the new Batman, which I hadn't watched, which obviously isn't a Christmas uh, film. That's all I watched over Christmas, really. But I do like... Uh, oh, you're definitely it's a diehard. Die yeah, it's you're a diehard. Die yeah, it's got to be diehard. Um, never gets old. It's just absolutely classic, isn't it? Mm. I've uh, never watched diehard. No, I actually have never. Watched. Wow, mm. wow. I hear. I, I always hear the thing like, "Is it a Christmas film?" Wow. Like, yeah, there's a conversation the other day. Yeah. Is, isn't it? It's like it's um, set around Christmas, and it's kind of loosely themed around a Christmas party that's happening and it yeah. evolves from there. I'm really shocked neither of you have seen it. Mm. I mean, that's uh, maybe something to, to add to the, add to, add to the add list. To the list. Yeah. Um, for, me, uh, for me, the favourite one is Home Alone 2. Yeah. Uh, I love yeah. Home Alone 2 for three reasons. There's, there's three memes in there that I love. Um, it's such a stupid joke that about four people know, but once a member at the gym did this deadlift and then at the top he went real shaky and like did this like weird noise. And it reminds me when the man in Home Alone 2 gets electrocuted. <laughs> He's doing like a T40 telecom, madam. So there's that part. Donald Trump giving of the air. Uh, yeah. I like that because it's like when he was going for... Uh, the president's like, you should vote for him because he's the kind of guy that would stop and give directions to a lot of And then they also like the pigeon woman when the mm. memes are that why is Piers Morgan? I watch it for them three moments and I know I know when it's gonna Dad, Dad is gonna get it doesn't even it doesn't even know the guy is that's got a electric like who did the deadlift. Well for that reason I love them Yeah. Mine mine is the nativity. I love the Nativity. Oh, right. Have you watched okay. it? I don't think I have. No, I haven't. Neither have you watched have. the Nativity. It's no, unbelievable. No. Like, best Christmas film out there. It's got, um, you know, the guy out of... Have you watched Sherlock, the series? No. 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 Oh, well. Next. Just really, yeah, next, next topic. Oh, uh, yeah, the Nativity for me. And I love Elf and all, all of those kind of classics. Um, yeah. I love the Grinch as well. I watched Chris Grinch Christmas Eve. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, it is very good. Um, yeah, that's our little catch-up. Fantastic. New Year's, and then we've got a couple of topics that we want to talk about that are sort of very related to what people are going through. Yeah, um, I think January is a good time where everyone's like, they've had the fun, everyone's kind of looking forward to getting back to routine, and they want to start to make, uh, well, they want to get into good habits, they yeah. want to maybe have a bit of a, a detoxing month. Mm. And the big two at the minute we talk about is uh, dry January, mm. and also, uh, I got it wrong in the last podcast, so this is a good chance to get it right. <laughs> Veganuary. Yeah, well, there we go. Not Veganuary. Veganuary. <laughs> uh, so Veganuary. Uh, so I guess we're going to talk a little bit about like there and try and answer some of the questions that people have when they try and adopt, first of all, um, a, a vegan diet or a vegetarian diet and make the conscious decision to cut back on meat. I guess the big things people are worried about is, is it going to affect their performance in the gym? Are they still going to be able to meet their goals, which might be physique dependent or sport dependent, performance dependent? Uh, so we can answer a couple of those questions today. Talk yeah. a little bit about anecdotes that we know of, a little bit about the research, uh, and then also talk a little bit about dry jam, some of our experiences with people drinking, cutting back on drinking, yeah. the health benefits, the performance benefits, and get stuck into the nitty gritty of those. I think it's a good topic for people. And hopefully we can answer some questions that people might have about it. Yeah, cool. I think first, 
first question to ask you both is, I know we asked this in the last podcast, so it'll sound repetitive, but have you either of you tried going vegan or veggie or or pescatarian or any kind of thing where you've had a restrictive kind of not restrictive but changed your diet kind of in January or any other month? Well, I've never done um, vegan January, but I have tried to do no nut November. Um, <laughs> yeah, but after basically the same. Thing, after four it? days, I had some peanut butter, so yeah. I broke that. Yeah. So I found no nut November. Yeah, I like days. Too much. Yeah, it was a <laughs> I've um. I thought about it a lot and I really enjoy eating meat. Um, it's one of the three things in life I enjoy. Um, only three. Yeah, only the other two. What the other uh, two? Coffee. And powerlifting. Powerlifting. And they all, they all, well, they, are, they aren't linked. We're going to talk about it now. But um, no, I, 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 eat, I do enjoy eating vegetables, but I do really enjoy eating meat. I really enjoy like a good steak, a good chicken. I would be happy to make a a, a meal where like it, it doesn't have to have meat in it, mm-hmm. but I don't think I could go pure vegan or, or vegetarian. Yeah. I think I could probably do vegetarian, pescatarian for sure. Um, I have in the past like made an effort. Like if I go out, I eat a lot of fish. Yeah. Um, I think in Birmingham, it's not the best for getting fresh fish. But if I go to a restaurant or if I go to the coal store, but I do like eating fish. So I don't think I could go full vegan. Um, full respect to everyone that does. It's just, yeah, not for me. Yeah. I think being a vegan is very tough. Being vegetarian is a lot easier nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's tough. And it's it's not for me personally, but I respect everyone that wants to do it. And Yeah. yeah. Cool. What are you, Mark? Yeah, no, same for me, really. Yeah, so... Um... Yeah, just absolutely love my meat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you love your meat, yeah? I love meat. Um, yeah. It's really tasty. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, same as Luke. You yeah. know, if people are doing it for ethical reasons and uh, whatnot, then it's all good, yeah? Cool. So, I think... Uh, what about you, yeah. Max? Because like, I guess they do do um, cold meal deals for vegetarian sandwiches, but you always seem to have chicken and stuff in, so... Oh, could you put down the, another... That 50% of my diet, the old chicken and stuff in meal deal, so... Um... Yeah, no, I'm the same. I love meat, fish. Um, I'd love to give it a go. Like, um, I know quite a lot of people that have sort of given vegan dieting a go. Do you call it veganism? Or there's a lot of people. Veganism? There's a lot of people as well that if they don't go full vegan, might have like one day a week where they eat yeah. vegan food or vegetarian foods. There's a conscious effort to cut back on eating. Yeah, that's quite interesting. A flexitarian. Flexitarian. Like Christmas Day, I'm not going to be veggie. Yeah, but uh, but no, I have to wait. If everyone did it, it would cut down obviously meat consumption. But yeah, yeah. Do you train anyone that is a vegetarian or vegan? I do don't you... actually know, but I do. Know, I've got a couple of friends who have become vegan, and they've actually said their moods completely changed. Like they feel, I don't know, more alive in the day and all of that kind of stuff. So that's why I, I've always been interested to give it a go just to see how my mood sort of changes. But then. As we'll look into in a second, I don't particularly want if it is going to affect my performance. I don't want it to. If that is a factor, we'll dive into the research into a second yeah. to see if that is a factor. Um, but yeah, we spoke about this yesterday. I'll ask the question to you in terms of like high level um, athletes that yeah. are vegetarian or vegan. Do you know of many? There's I always like uh, there was the weightlifter got pointed out in that documentary that we couldn't remember yesterday. Yeah. We forgot what it's Game called. Changer. Game changer. Game changer. It was the uh, the yeah. vegan weightlifter in there. Um, yeah. In powerlifting, Sophia, um, mm. she is the European champion and she's vegan. Yeah. Um, and she puts a lot of like good stuff out online of like good foods that you can eat, good restaurants that you can eat at. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sophia Alice is a great vegan um, athlete. Yeah. I train a couple of vegetarians and vegans. Cool. Um, I guess I don't really know many famous but i do know that i bet in the modern day it would be a lot easier especially within like 
sort of full-time athlete team sport kind of things where they have personal chefs it'll, it'll be a lot easier for them to make up vegan dishes or vegetarian dishes whereas I reckon a few years ago potentially would have been a lot harder for people to sustain that kind of way of living um, for sure I think being a, ve- a ve- especially vegan like vegetarian like you've got you know dairy etc yeah. eggs being a full vegan before was incredibly tough to get mm-hmm. your protein but now with like the meat alternatives it's a hell of a lot easier yeah Maybe if you could do like a restaurant a few years back, there'd be like maybe one option for vegetarians. Now, like half the menu is vegetarian yeah. it's because it's getting more popular. And also because the amount of food that we can make from it is so much higher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess we have a little dive into the research, like into how it affects performance or that kind of stuff, yeah. muscle tissue. So um, what are the uh, what do you think are the main things that people are uh, when they say they want to adapt? They're worried about adapting a, a vegan diet or cut back on the meat. What are the big worries that people have when it comes to like... Yeah. I guess the common is sort of good amounts of protein. I think that's yeah. number Getting one. Protein in, yeah. uh, the strength levels change, body composition, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd be the main, yeah. main talking points. Uh, right? yeah. Well, we've got a couple of bits of research. We're going to link, uh, we shared it yesterday, um, the day of filming. Yeah. Um, I did an article uh, two years ago, actually, on um, a vegan diet and how it would affect your performance and your um, body composition goals. Um, so we have a lot of good research on it. There was a study that came out, uh, last week, uh, last month, sorry, that we, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about as well. Um, and this was quite interesting that it compared, um, a whole food diet because there's people, even when they're doing the vegan diet, might not want to eat the meat alternatives. Um, again, the, the argument then is rather than it being a health perspective thing, it's they don't want to have something that's that processed or man-made. They want to eat just, um, whole foods, mm-hmm. which again, fair enough, whatever you want to do. So they compared the whole food diet to a, a whole food vegan diet, beg your pardon, to a vegan diet with meat alternatives to a uh, omnivious diet. Omnivious. omnivious. Good diet. word. Good word. Rather than saying the normal diet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's normal. Carnivore. Carnivore normal. Um, so yeah, they compared the whole foods to yeah. to those other two to see like a few things. It was only over short term, which is one of the, the bad outcomes of the study. Um, but that's studies in general. Can I remember? You know, in in this study, they gave each person um a hundred dollars per uh, dieting phase mm. to buy the the meats or oh, the cash. Yeah, they use cash. Yeah, yeah. So it's not going to go on forever. It went on for a month. Otherwise, they would have been massively out of pocket. Um, but yes, we compared it. It compared it on um, how enjoyable the diet was, and it compared performance outcomes for both running and strength. So it did. Uh, I think it was a five rep max test on a Smith machine. I think it was, and it compared a twelve minute run, and then from there they could get like um, different results to see compare the performance. They also did a, um, a, a body scan, which again is not the best way to not a body scan. Sorry, the uh, what the scales? The tinnitus scales, is it? Like, I think it was uh, the tinnitus scales. Yeah, so they're not the best way to do, it, but it's something. Yeah. Um, so the first one, which was quite interesting, is the enjoyment of the diet was the least in the meat alternative. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, think that's because I think that's because vegan bacon is shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a very nice real. I think if you've gone from eating meat to then eating meat alternatives. Mm. One of my little pet peeves actually is um without naming names, someone that's a vegetarian being like, Oh, this tastes just like chicken. It's like yeah. you've never had chicken. Mm. Don't tell me it tastes just like chicken. You don't yeah, know. Chicken. You don't know. And it's like, yeah. Um, so yeah, their enjoyment wasn't as good, which I think is important for people because if you're not enjoying the diet, yeah. Um, and that might have been actually because like the whole experience of buying the foods is a little bit harder. Like yeah, you've got to go yeah. maybe not to a specialty one. They're more available in uh in supermarkets now. But it's a bit harder than just going to like if I'm going to make a meal tonight, I'll just go to cart around the corner. 
you're going to make a bit more of an effort to get the, the vegan alternatives. I wonder if it would have made it a little bit better than the study. If they would have done some kind of like double blind procedure where sort of, I don't know if they didn't actually give the goal of the participants, like the actual goal. And they would have said, just eat this food. They haven't really said what it is. So they don't say if it's actually meat or actually vegan food or actually yeah. But you know I think I mean? it's Just yeah, but I think it's past the ethics, unfortunately. But it it's wouldn't. a good, yeah. yeah, a big good idea, yeah. And I think it's important to kind of understand that if it is enjoyable, mm-hmm. like I think that's an important part for people. Like, are you going to enjoy being on this vegan diet? Yeah. Is it something that you're going to be able to sustain? Because this was for a month, but can you sustain that forever? Yeah. So I think yeah. that is quite important. I do understand where you're coming from, um, but yeah. So then the the protein intake that they got the whole foods was one point one gram per kilo. Um, the whole foods with fake meats was one point three grams, and then the mm, omnivorous group was 1.5 grams per kilo of body weight um so yeah it's a little bit harder to get the protein in from from what, what they were doing um but there was actually no difference on the performance for both the running and for the strength which mm. was quite interesting yeah but then we delve into a little bit further and because it was only a month to study we think that actually the difference because the protein recommendation for people is 1.6 grams if you're looking for like the most optimal from the research 1.6 grams per kilo of your body weight up to about 2.2 maybe a little bit higher if you're you're dieting hard um but yeah maybe it doesn't make a difference over a month um but over a longer period of time we think that would start to make a bit more of a significant difference that's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the argument against the study isn't it and no study's perfect of course but if you if you take an intermediate or advanced level lifter like let's say you know, for example, yourself, well, any, of us. any of us, like yeah. if you, you know, you go on a four week vegan diet, I, you know, it's such a short amount of time and you're so well trained previously. It's like you go on holiday for a week or 10 days, come back. You're not really going to have, well, you're not going to have lost anything. No. Um, the four weeks of like changing your, your food structuring, you're still getting calories in, etc. It's just too short of a time to, yeah. to make any significant difference. So but over time, it might potentially like it gives a clue, to... doesn't it? And it that's does. The thing, that's the thing with the research is it gives you it, it gives you a, a clue. And this is where with research and studies, you can't just read one line and say, right, that's the, that's the gospel. Well, I've read that you know red meat causes colon cancer, for example, or like you know, the vegan's going to make stronger or weaker or anything yeah. like that. It's actually like right, do do a bit of read, you know, spend the time to do a bit of reading and the research, and then as we can see from there. It's it's good research. It's you know very good research, but it's only for you know the uh, restrictions as yeah. there are with any research is that it's only four weeks. Therefore, as I say, for any you know intermediate or advanced lifter, you're not going to drop off in no, in four weeks. Month, so yeah. I would argue that the 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 testing, you know, the strength testing is because not relevant, but yeah. it's not particularly accurate. Because yeah. so, it gives a clue, though, as you say, absolutely. and it would be very interesting to do it for longer. And the other one to that is like you think about like if you were going to do, gonna do a, a, a test in a month and you're like trying to maximize that outcome, you'd think, okay, if I ramp my carbs up, that's going to be really mm-hmm. beneficial. So for the group that we're matching, they're all matching calories. Mm-hmm. Then it was just looking at the nutrient difference. The group that are eating lower uh, protein would have had more carbs. Yeah, so that's going to yeah. help the twelve minute test. It's probably also going to help the five rep max testing to an extent. So like again. Short term, it's probably really helped that. Over the long term, I personally think that the difference in protein of 0.4, that's quite a lot of protein. Third, like, well, that's like third, third, yeah, yeah, it's a third compared from the top reach to the bottom. So it, yeah, it I would think make... that would really make a difference. Yeah. But like you said, when you start to put these things together, which is why like a meta-analysis is probably the gold standard of your research, you could put it together with the other pro- protein research that we know. There was a study in 2020 that I did the uh, the article on um, by Montaigne. 
and they match the protein on a vegan diet compared to a uh, omnivorous diet. Omnivious, yes. uh, and the both had 1.8 grams per protein per kilo of body weight, and it was spread over four servings, um, 19 to 21 grams of pro. Uh, at, yeah, sorry, three meals and another 20 gram serving post workout. Mm-hmm. And that was um, absolutely no difference over a longer period of time. I can't remember the exact time, uh, but there was no difference in anything that they tested. So when you're matching for the protein, all of a sudden, it, it becomes like a very negligible thing to do. Yeah. yeah. So, but there are caveats. Yeah, yeah, there is. Mark, what are the uh, the caveats? So you can match the protein. You're not going to have any drop in performance from being on a vegan diet. But what are the things that we should be looking out for? Mm. Well, we've got to make one thing we can say for sure is it's harder to to get that. Are we saying if if it's at absolute level, if it's yeah? So if I'm eating 150 grams of protein for meat or 150 grams of protein Mm. from a vegan diet, it's the same. So what one thing that you're going to be hard to come by in the vegan diet is your amino acid profile. Yeah, Um, you know, so that's we talked about yesterday. (laughs) To repeat ourselves. yeah, that's that's the thing. Like when you when you're eating animal meats, obviously, like that's containing all the all the BCAs that you you need. Um, we were also laughing about like you know the supplementation of BCAs and how you know we used to eat those like skittles because yeah, you know yeah. to to get them in. Um, but your animal meat, animal meats are literally going to cover all of the all of the needs for that. Um, with a vegan diet, there's just you know there's just not the same amino acid profile so that's one disadvantage that if you are on a vegan diet then that's where supplementation can be can be useful um to make sure that we are yeah it's a lot more thought process isn't it like having to well each like like mark said the it's the leucine is the most important one one of the bcas but then it's the 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 amino acid profiles it is complete with um with your meat i think it's also complete with dairy yeah yeah yeah. but it's not complete with your vegetarian and vegan so you might get like quinoa it's not gonna have a complete amino acid profile so if you, you you've got to be a lot more varied it's like if you're a meat you're eating meat you could have chicken every single meal it wouldn't matter but if, with a vegan you've got to eat a variety of different protein sources to make sure you're getting sufficient um of the, all of the amino acids that you need if yeah. you eat the same source every time you're not going to get it yeah yeah it's interesting because one of the when with the study that they did it on it was on a corn do you remember corn yeah I've yeah corn, corn is High end, man, in mm. terms of like your vegan pot, it's probably one of the best ones. It's yeah. from, um, it says mushroom. It's not mushroom. We got sued for that, actually. We're yeah. reading into it. it got sued because it's not mushroom. Oh. They sell it as mushroom because it sounds better than fungus. Mm. Even though uh, mushroom is a fungus. Good. When you tell people they're eating fungus, they shit themselves. Do you want to know a weird fact about mushrooms? No. Oh, okay. But I, apparently, no, I apparently, we are closer with regards to DNA and biology to mushrooms than we are to like. I'm going to stop you there. I'll stop you there because I. That's what I've heard. Yeah, that's true because I said this yesterday on the podcast. No, you didn't say that. I pretty much said that. I said meat is closer to meat. Fungus. Yeah, yeah, meat is closer to fungus than it is a vegetarian being. Yeah, but then you've gone away. I hate that he's done that. He's done a bit of research. I knew, no, I knew. No, you didn't mention yesterday. Yesterday, when we were talking, I was sat there going, oh, fact, tell him. But then you kept talking, so I didn't want to put it into You could be a dolphin. Yeah. But it is very true, actually, that fungus yeah. is closer to animals slash humans than it is to vegetarians. So it's actually a really yeah. good source of mm-hmm. uh, the protein. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. Sorry. No. I'll inter- interrupt. Um, so you were talking about um, corn and it's mushroom. Oh, sorry. No, not it's mushroom based. It's, uh, it's a fun guy. Fun guy. Fun guy. It's a very fun Insert guy. Insert mushroom being a fun guy joke. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Have you tried corn? Have you tried corn? I have tried corn, yeah. It actually doesn't taste... It looks terrible in the bag, doesn't it? It, does it looks really like um, sheep feed. Yeah, yeah, it does actually. <laughs> With old Mo's face on the front. Old Mo Farris. He loves yeah. the corn. He does like a bit of corn, yeah. And the gear. I think at one point, a few years ago, it was like every other advert on there. It was just corn, Mo. He was all over it, wasn't he? Yeah, he was over it. Yeah. Um, I guess the other one then I, I think about is like, you know, a lot of people, especially on the vegan diet, are going to have to supplement probably a lot harder than they would do if you eat in yeah. a, an omnivorous diet, especially if you're dieting and trying to moderate your carbohydrates. Like you've got the fake meat alternatives, but like other than that, if you're eating the whole food, you, well, if you're eating whole foods, I guess maybe you don't have supplements, but yeah. maybe you want to avoid the fake meats. You're mm-hmm. probably going to have to have protein shakes on top of it to, to A, top up the protein. Because yeah. again, the research, 1.6 grams to 2.2 yeah. divided by three to five meals. So what probably about, a shake would come into there to, yeah, to help yeah. really hit that. What about uh, in the lead up to competition and things like that and uh, weight categorized competitions or anyone looking to, you know, lean up a yeah. little bit in a short period of time? What, you know, what are we, what are we thinking of the differences there? talk about well when you talk about like bodybuilding or you talk about like acutely manipulating your your macros to try and hit a certain weight target you've just got to accept that with the vegan diet you're going to be eating more carbs than you would do which isn't a bad thing but if you're trying to acutely reduce your carbs uh, to make a weight category for example the week of a comp i might drop my carbs down from 300 grams to 100 grams to, to drop the water weight Vegan diets are so high in carb comparatively. Mm-hmm. And even if you have a protein source, like you have a chicken breast, there's no carb in it. There's very little fat in it. Um, you know exactly what you're getting. If you protein source is quinoa, mm-hmm. you're still getting some carbs in there as yeah, well. Yeah. So I think that that last week, or if you're bodybuilding, you're having to have so many supplements to yeah. do that. It's yeah. such a small thing because not many people are going to do that. But for the ones that do, it's definitely uh, something to think about. And you're yeah. probably going to have to have a lot of shakes or a lot of different supplements that week to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something to think about. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Some more thought process. The, uh, the 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 game changer still comes up in conversation, like even now, like years later. And some people, like obviously, it's been critiqued a lot, you know, since uh, more information's been found out. But still, some people swear by it. Don't yeah, they? Mm-hmm. we were joking about the uh, the one uh, the one that winds me up is the the erection one. Where they tested their erection overnight um, and compared it on the vegan diet, which they gave them like a really good vegan source to like a fatty cut of beef or a yeah. fatty cut of pork taco or something like that. And then they tested like they um, put something around their, their dicks and then Hot ring. So pretty much a cut ring. Yeah. And then measured their erections in the night and they're like, oh my God, your erection was 20% better with. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Your man's had half a cow. Yeah. 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 His guts full of blood, like <laughs> trying to digest it. He's been to the Zenders, like. Yeah, it's uh, but some of the some of the stats that came out there is, I mean, it's tough. very biased. Yeah, very biased. The guy was trying to sell his pea protein company when he but yeah. my sister's yeah. vegan and she absolutely swore by Game Changer. Yeah, like, well, it yeah, suits it's... the narrative, doesn't it? If yeah, that's something yeah. that you're into. The stats on there, there was one about the bench press increase. I can't remember if it was like eighty percent or eight hundred. It was a stupid number. Mm. If it had said four percent, I'd have been like, okay, your interest. okay, four percent. I'd take four percent. Eighty percent, man. Yeah, who's, who's increasing the bench by 80%? I, know, I, know. I would give anything for an 80% increase. How much would you just pay for an 80% increase? Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd hell of a lot. Would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, like, I mean, I haven't got much money, but... <laughs> would you pay 50 grand? Well, I haven't got 50 grand. <laughs> if I did, no, I still wouldn't. But, uh... I'd sell some Bitcoin for it. I'd sell one... My <laughs> one, one, one Bitcoin. Bit, 16,000 <laughs> at the minute. Come back in two years. Yeah, like, yeah. Um... Yeah, that is a ridiculous stat, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
But um, so in conclusion, I think we're saying that the, the, there's research there to suggest that in terms of performance, yeah. there may not be much difference mm-hmm. between a vegan and a yeah. oh. carnivore. Omnivious. Omnivious. And an omnivious. Yeah. Um, there might not be much difference in terms yeah. of performance if you're hitting the same amount of protein, you're training the same, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But what we can say is quite conclusively that it is more difficult. Work. It yeah. is harder yeah. work for sure to hit your protein targets. Like you said, you know, chicken breast, bang, you know, you're getting 30, 40 grams of protein, 50 yeah. grams of protein potentially. You know, it's very hard to do that with, you know, in a, in a yeah. vegan diet to hit that amount of protein and keep carbs in check, et cetera without excessive supplementation or at least reasonable supplementation and also the benefits of you know leucine other bcas in animal meat you're not going to be getting that in the vegan diet so there's potential things we're missing out on there or very you know very good health orientated things we're missing out on there so i think it's just being aware that yes you can do it but it's Harder work. I think if you've made the moral decision that you want to cut back on meat, fantastic. It's not going to affect your performance. Like the study showed, it matches muscle protein synthesis. You just have to be super mindful. And I think you've got to be a lot more organized. You can't just come back at the end of a night and say, oh, I'm going to have, oh, I've got some chicken. I'll chuck it in with this. You've got to really plan your meals. You've got to make sure you get a multitude of sources to to match the amino acid profiles, to get sufficient amino acids, like Mark said. Um, So it just takes a little bit more effort. But mm-hmm. you've already made the decision that you want to do it. And if you are worried about dropping the performance, that's the little trade-off that you've got. Yeah. You're just going to have to be a bit more conscious with it. But like you said, all things being well, from the multiple studies that we've looked at, there shouldn't be much of a drop. It's just yeah. a little bit more effort. Yeah. So if, you, if you're after sort of giving me January ago, we, we've concluded that it's definitely doable and it won't affect your performance too much. But as you said, just a little bit more. But according to the research, you won't enjoy it. Yeah, there's no enjoyment. Like the, you won't like the fake meat, but yeah, you'll, you'll yeah, be able to it. Yeah, and it's, cool. yeah. So there you go. That's a good little overview. You will not yeah. lose your gains. You just got to make an effort. And you'll hate your life. Yeah. You'll hate your life. Yeah, Fantastic. Cool. Should we move on to one that we have all done? Dry, dry jam. jam. Dry jam. Yes. I haven't actually done it. I've never done dry jam, but I've, I've, I've made, <laughs> <laughs> I've made, we've all made efforts to, uh, to cut back on I our I think boots. we probably have, but without either thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But we were talking about this, weren't we? Like, it's, um, yeah, it's obviously a very popular, you know, it's, it's a popular thing. And you were saying, I mean, you know, much, much more popular than uh, Veganuary is at the moment, although that's obviously grown. But Dry Jam's massive. Like, everybody knows what Dry Jam is. A yeah. lot of people do it. Um, there'll be some guys at rugby doing it, I'm sure. You know, after the game tomorrow, they'll be like, oh, no, no, Dry Jam, Dry Jam, Dry Jam, Dry Jam. Um, I almost so, yeah, feel a bit we'll go into a bit of that, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, yeah, there's like two or three months a year now when people like Stoptober, Dry Jam. Stoptober? I don't remember that. that. That's fair. Why else? I'm not. Stoptober. Yeah, like like a dry October. Unless that's small. No, I'm pretty sure it's drinking. There's like. There's no nuts. There's no nuts November. It's Stoptober. I swear it's drinking. There's like two or three months a year where people are drinking. And I think, honestly, that people are just cutting down on drinking. Like overall, uh, Lara, who's a vegan, actually, um, sh- shout out to Laricus. She shared something yesterday talking Love about the podcast. She's one of our full listeners. Hi, Lara. Uh, we've doubled. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well Lara's going to show her mom now, so we might actually get five. Um, 
Yeah, she shared something yesterday saying that on average, like 20 uh, people drink 20% less than they used to. And I think, like, our generation was such a bingy generation. I don't think it is so much now. She also was talking about, like, like Liam talks about it here, where they'll go on business and, like, it's just a lot of drinking as part of the work. Yeah. Um, And I think that is starting to cut down a little bit as well. I think people are just not drinking as much as they used to. But I also, I feel sorry for some people where they feel like they have to, like, have an excuse to say no to drinking. Yeah, you like you made to feel bad. Like that guy that you said, oh, I'm doing dry jam. People are like, oh, fair play, carry on. But if you just said, I don't want to drink tonight, it's like, go on, have a drink. Yeah. Have a drink. And it's almost like you need an excuse to not be able to drink. And it's yeah. it's a shame, man, but people change. You could, yeah, you could just say, I'm oh, doing dry jam. And it's like, no one would question oh, it. That's weird. The big it? thing yeah. for me, I remember, weird. like, I used to go out, like, you know, when I was a little bit younger and if I had a competition coming up, but have a drink, they come up. Nah, I'm okay. Go on, have a drink. Have a drink. Well, actually, man, I've got a comp in four weeks. So fair play, mate. Fucking fair yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. You almost, it's a great, yeah, yeah. It was, no one would have, I just don't want to drink tonight. Yeah. But it's saying you've got in a comp. Sometimes I wouldn't even have a comp, but I've got a comp. Yeah. <laughs> but, Again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can beat an art. <laughs> uh, I feel like nowadays, though, it's getting more accepted, isn't it? I reckon, as you lads talk about your generation, I reckon back in the day, if someone maybe said, I'm not drinking or whatever. There would be more peer pressure being like, nah, come on. Oh, massive, massively. Like, especially in the rugby circle. Like, it's it's like, oh, gee, you'd get so much stick. Mm. Like, I'm talking like 15 years ago. Like, if you didn't have a drink, like, after a game or you didn't come on the social, like, or you weren't drinking, oh, my God. Like, all hell. Yeah. All hell. Like, it would be a massive thing. Whereas now I think, like, young lads coming through, if it's like, look, I don't drink or, like, I'm not drinking much, it's like nobody bats an eyelid now. Yeah, really. yeah. Quite it's, so, it, it's similar in a way to, like, the, the veganuary, anyway, like, where, or, or, sorry, vegan foods. Bef- like, 10 years ago, you'd go to a restaurant, there'd be hardly any options. Yeah. Now, if I get to a bar, like, if I go with people that don't drink and there's, like, non-alcoholic gin. Yeah. Before, be yeah. like, oh, I'm having a Coke. I'm not drinking. But now there's, like, you can have an enjoyable mocktail. And I've had a mocktail out a few times, and they're great, man. Nice. Yeah, really tasty, yeah. have a Bex Blue as well. There's loads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. There's loads. You can also... Shandy Shack. Shandy. Shandy Shack. <laughs> you can also have a Shandy Shack, which is 2% alcohol, or near enough. Two and a half. Two and a half, sorry. Two and a half percent alcohol and tastes absolutely... Delicious. It's refreshing. I don't it's like really it. Really refreshing. Shandy, yes. Yeah, give Shandy Shack a, a, a follow on Instagram. Mm. Um, and it's a really wonderful beer for like, you know, when you just want that that lighter, lighter touch. Yeah. Um, it's like a flavoured IPA. It's just lo- lovely, yes. absolutely yes. beautiful, and just, you know, just much lighter than your your, your normal beers. Um and also, would highly recommend. If you use MSC ten, you'll get ten percent off your first order. Correct. That's fantastic. Not true, but we're working towards it. Is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, working on a commercial deal. But when it we'll, comes uh, we'll to to drinking, do you like? We've all got stories. Mark will tell a story in a second of like, you know, a heavy night of drinking and then mm. pulling something out of the bag and having a fantastic like game or having yeah. a fantastic gym session. But like, how much of a difference do you find like if you've been drinking more compared to not? Do you yeah. notice anything short term or? So for, for me personally, I've never, I've never had a good experience after I've had a night of heavy drinking. Um, I remember one specifically when I went out to celebrate my A level results or something. I think I got horrible results, but you've still got to celebrate, of course. Got absolutely flattered. Went to prison in Birmingham, um, which was. <laughs> have you got? Have you been there? No, no. Yeah, well, you got to remember, I was eighteen. Um, 
and then played a rugby game the next day and I had just one of the worst games. Like I just felt my focus wasn't there, felt really unfit. Whereas I specifically remember from the night before when I was really, when I was pissed, I felt invincible. And then it just goes within the night. And it was one of the worst experiences I've had on a rugby pitch. And even ever since then, when I've gone out and drank and then say I've gone to train the next day, um, if I've gone out in the week or something, my gym session has been terrible. I've just felt like, right, just get through it for the sake of it. Everything feels horrible. Everything feels off. Um, so for me personally, I've never had a good experience. It's interesting because there, there is a genetic component to that. I read somewhere that there's like a, a certain gene that makes you more um, like um, suspect, uh, susceptible or whatever to uh, to hangovers. Oh, so okay. maybe, um, maybe you got that. It's actually true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like mm. a certain percentage of people that never get hungover. Oh, you would... always meet you always meet a couple of those, don't you? That are like, I never get over. But then, like, maybe they'll come in and be like, absolutely sounds. Yeah. Well, like, it's interesting when we talk about this because it's like the outlier stories, and that's why they're such good stories. It's not yeah. like every time it happens. Like Mark's story is a great story. Yeah. Um, but it's an outlier. It's not like every time he does that, he would have a great performance. It's a yeah. one in a ten or one in twenty. But Mark, would you like to talk about your um, fitness awards? <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. What was it? 2016, 2017, something like that. Um, yeah. So we've been invited to the national fitness awards, uh, which is, uh, you get, you know, awards handed out for best gym, best this, best that. You have to pay them about five grand basically. And then they might give you an award. Um, it's terrible. Yeah. It was a, it was no, a, it's a lovely night. Brilliant night. I mean, that was, that was probably the loosest night I've ever had. Yeah. And I think you said the same, like it, it was absolute turbo, like, big 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 night big night and i had a game it was a friday night and we were in leicester and i had a game on the saturday um early kickoff which also happened to be an early kickoff like the f- only time there's ever been an early kickoff yeah. ever so it was a one o'clock kickoff of course. so i had to get back to birmingham for like 11 11 a.m or something like that so got to uh stumbled to the train train station like maybe eight nine o'clock uh came across jackie who, <laughs> who was there and there's a picture of me looking I mean, it's the worst I've ever looked, and I've I've had some bad pictures. I've never yeah. I've never seen your eyes look so small. <laughs> it, it was literal pissos in the. It, it was outrageous. Like, it was funny that we were sleeping in the same flat as Jackie, and yeah. neither of us knew we'd left at the same time, and just stumbled across each other there. Couldn't string a sentence together. So I was in a bad way. I was in yeah. like, an absolute hanging state. Uh, got the train back. Was like trying like you know when it'd be better if you were sick mm-hmm. like Get i just out. couldn't i just couldn't be sick although i felt sick the whole way home got to rugby ground just sat there for about half an hour like just shaking feeling horrendous like wanting to chunder not in a good state warm-up absolute shambles like worst warm-up i've ever done like i couldn't catch the ball like every time i ran i felt sick and i was like this is going to be absolutely honking um 80 minutes and then turned out I had probably the game of my life, played absolutely unbelievably, scored a couple of tries, man of the match, and played really, really well. Just basically managed to blag mm. a performance together. Yeah. Out no of nowhere. There. No justice at all, because I should have played terribly. Yeah. And having said that, it is since then I've not done it again. I've not had a big night. Or barely even night. Drink. I just don't drink even one drink on a Friday night, to be honest. Like I've not drank since because although I played really well, it I don't want to ever feel that again. Like that feeling of like going to the ground, feeling hungover. Like that's not a nice place no. to be, man. Like that's not after the game. That's not cool. Horrendous again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, horrendous. So it was almost like I blagged it. Like you know, it's like if you got you know 
your wife or whoever's got a you know big day planned on the on the Sunday, and you're like, oh yeah, 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 I'll be fine for it, I'll be fine. You're not. You wake up absolutely. You know, it's a big day at IKEA or something like that. And you, you, you yeah. we spoke about it before, where like you just wake up and blag, yeah, like yeah. you just pretend that you're feeling all right, and you get through it. And I think that was the thing with the rugby is like, you know, you you catch a high ball or whatever, play ball back back then, okay. um, catch a high, like caught a high ball, and you got someone running at you trying to and trying to end you like you kind of have to like react you can't yeah, just go yeah. oh feel sick like you just have to have to do it it's not something i'd recommend at all and it's one of those things that if i did it 10 times i'd probably pay, play terribly nine times out of 10 i yeah. don't know like i just don't want to try it again because it wasn't wasn't a particularly nice feeling but mm. yeah you can you can you can blag it but i think what you know what we found and what we spoke about before is it's frequency and it's like macro versus micro, isn't it? Yeah, you can get away yeah. with like maybe the odd night and then turning up and doing like training well or performing well or something. But if it's a regular thing and you're a heavy drinker, and it, like it's going to have an effect. Yeah. Mine's slightly easier because I can, if I'm, if I know I'm going out, I can arrange the week a little bit different for you guys. Obviously you've got your game set on this day. So if you, yeah. you're going out on a Friday, you, you've got to play on Saturday. You can't just have an easy session. So if I'm drinking, I'll try and have an easy session um, the day after. But some of the things I like is like if you've been out on a night out with your friends, like me and a few mates went to Snobs like this year, like on a Wednesday for the Queen's uh, Jubilee. Um, and then the day after, we always like, what? Well, I hate this crime. Poor Queen. They had the Queen mask in Snobs. They had the Queen mask that we were wearing all the time. Rest in peace. Um, but then the morning after, sorry, the, the afternoon after, we all went, everyone that went to Snobs then went to the gym. Mm. And it was like this, like, you know, bonding session that you had where, yeah. you know, you'd all been out together. You'd all, we all were obviously hung over. You were fucking doing it together though. You were in the gym training and it was great, but normally I would just arrange the week. And if that's pretty much what we're going to say now is that if you are going to go out and drink, like arranging the week around it, it's probably a good idea to, yeah. to limit yeah. that. Um, so yeah, like, because a lot of it's damage limitation, isn't it? You've had a, a big night and then the day after you're not waking up. Like even if you're trying to blag it, you're having a fry up. Yeah. You're having a big yeah. breakfast. You're going to have a Domino's. Yeah. It's, if you've got like a, an aesthetic or a body related or even performance related, you know, the night out's bad enough, but then the day after is, you know, more damage is done. Yeah. yeah. You're not- two or three thousand extra calories on the night. Empty calories aren't really offering a lot. And then let's say it's the next day of the 3000 calorie Domino's, the, you know, oh, et cetera. Yeah. And that's where like, I think a lot of people struggle where they're trying to lose weight and they can't and they're like, oh, but I'm eating like, you know, one sandwich a day. And the food, but they go in out on a Saturday, they're getting smashed and on Sunday they're eating 8,000 calories. Yeah. Like, yeah. So what yeah. are the, uh, what, yeah, what are the, uh, when you're drinking, like, I guess, well, what's the, the benefit when you're doing the dry journal? Like, what are you, what are we seeing that people are getting the benefit out of it, I guess? I guess it's that whole, like, the, I guess you're going to be in a better mindset and performance hopefully go up like for me personally if i drink heavy it's normally my sleep that takes the first hit yeah. so like i get terrible with i know we've said this phrase a lot of times we were talking about yesterday that it's normally my deep sleep is terrible and I, I look at it on my garmin watch and i see the app whenever i've had a drink and you're the same Luke, can't you even if it's a couple my sleep is just yeah. terrible yeah. um and then I, I don't know if it's like placebo based but um I'll have to look at my app and see that I've had shit sleep, and then I'll instantly kind of feel worse. I don't know if that's no, I mean, a bad yeah. um, habit, but then my training will then suffer because I've had shit deep sleep. My training then the next day or the day after that was 
I can just tell that it's not as good. So that's always the first thing that affects me. So I reckon going through dry Jan, and there's been phases throughout the year when I've gone a month or two without drinking, my training does go up just because recovery is one of the most important factors within your training. And that is, like, I can see that it does actually sort of impact that really, like, closely. So for me, I think it'll just, yeah, training will work if you do have a little bit of time yeah. drinking. Um, yeah, the alcohol's a funny one with the sleep because you get tired when you've had a drink. Yeah. So you initially, like, you really nod off. Mm. But then it's the deep sleep just absolutely. And we know that from, the yeah. again, from, like, different studies. Like, it's it's, it's terrible. Also, if you've been drinking pints, you're just up all night pissing. So, like, yeah. the sleep is just terrible. I always wake up early as well because you've got that headache, like, that mild headache because, mm. you know, so it's never never a good sleep no. i think almost like go back to like the you know, the rugby thing or go you going in training like it's again the in the micro like you can you like in the occasional you can get away with it you could one like yeah even if like for you max you feel like terrible i feel terrible after a drink as well but like if you really wanted to you yeah, could come yeah. in and train and you'd probably train all right once you'd like you know watered up what could warm up yeah. like psych yourself up a bit but if it's a regular thing the effect on the sleep is going to add yeah. is going to add up, and that's where I think you get the get the issue. So you can get you can get away with it, like on the occasion. It's not nice, and I personally would choose not to do it with my training. Um, probably you know a bit luckier, where there's a bit more flexibility as a field athlete to like change your training around during the yeah. week if there's like a random weeknight where you need to drink or whatever. Um, but like if it's a regular thing and the sleep's getting affected on the regular, then sleep, that's you know that's going to have the knock-on effect. And sleep's the big or, sleep's yeah. the big one. You look at like you know if you've had one bad sleep, like everyone has a bad sleep now and then, but you can get through that day by having like you know some extra caffeine, maybe having a little nap in the day and doing a, a couple of things to kind of get yourself back to to full force. But if you've had bad sleep for like four nights in a row. Yeah. you're going to feel chronically terrible and it's the same with the drinking like one night off one night every two you know every month is not going to be massive but if you're drinking a couple of times a week and it's really affecting your sleep that yeah. has a massive effect on your on your sleep quality which yeah, then has yeah. a knock-on effect to your productivity your training not just your training but your just day-to-day your work your general productivity just goes down loads so i think yeah a one-off night compared to like drinking multiple times a week is is, is crazy difficult yeah. even like two or three drinks affects the sleep and you can see on the watches or the apps that your heart rate spikes yeah you know probably 20 percent i think it's nice if like sort of what we want to sort of recommend to people try and jump dry jam like especially if someone is quite an avid drinker like they like to drink every other night during the week and stuff like make a note like first try it properly like actually really try dry jam properly don't like don't just do it be like oh i'll get through this month it'll make me feel better like Really try it properly and make a note kind of how you feel and if it really does because it's not the positive. Yeah, like, the negative you miss out on that social aspect of going yeah. out, but note the positives of how you feel. Like journal it down and write down how good yeah. you feel, what what extra stuff you've done. Yeah, because um, we know a lot of people that are, I know there's people that do dry Jan and they'll be out on the 31st of January. It's like New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, counting down the day and then having a drink at midnight. It's yeah. just I I don't really think that's the way. I, I think is that danger bouncing back too hard in yeah. Feb. I think the whole point should be to explore how good you feel actually reducing your alcohol. It shouldn't yeah. be a challenge to then just go back and get pissed and, and rebound from that. I think it should be like, okay, how much better is my quality of life if I drink? And, you know, I don't think that most people should be saying I'm never drinking ever again because you miss out on like certain social aspects exactly. that you might really like. But I think it's just thinking, okay, would my quality of life, would my mental health be better if I reduce my drinking down ever so slightly? Would my performance in the gym, which for a lot of people or performance at the sport matters? It yeah. really matters to people. Yeah. 
and you know maybe reducing alcohol down would really help that mm-hmm. so what like yeah from what we know is like you have a drink your testosterone levels acutely drop um your cortisol levels spike which is like an increase in stress to the body um you increase in blood pressure your sleep goes bad so it's that short term everything is horrific so when you have a drink once in a thingy short term everything goes to shit if it's continually happening you continue having that drop in testosterone you're having that spike in cortisol yeah it's terrible for you really really terrible and the the poison is in the dosage Mm. if you're getting pissed two three times a week it's it's super tough to recover from that yeah it's a couple of drinks here and there it's not a big deal it's nice to relax it's nice to have a glass of uh, you like a glass of red wine didn't you mark i do yeah i enjoy it yeah yeah so uh, (laughs) was it chateau neuf de pape that you were on the um, you were thinking of stopping drinking and where you were, it was it? It was actually you that taught me out of that, yeah, because for this reason, like, he said that he said, if I'm going down, you're coming with me, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was like, I'm thinking of giving up alcohol altogether, and it was actually 2019, I think it was. Um, and it was the year, but there's like John Stag do, mm. uh, there's a few other things. I was like, I'm thinking of giving up alcohol, and then. Mark's like, well, I don't think you have to make such an extreme decision. Like, if you want to enjoy the social aspects and you don't want to miss out on going to John Stagg and having a good time and you don't want to, you want to have a drink on your brother's 30th, do all those nice things, but you don't have to get pissed every single... Yeah. I, I don't drink a lot, but like, let's say once a month. But it was, at one point when I was single, I was going out every week and I just weren't enjoying it. I was yeah, spending a lot of money. Yeah. I was just hungover. My Sundays had gone to shit and you only get a couple of days off a week. Yeah. My Sundays went to shit. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I need to change something here. But I don't think the answer, which I don't think for most people, is is that extreme say I'm never drinking. But just I made a conscious effort then it, to, yeah. re- to really reduce it down. Um, so, yeah. And you do it like... We're not we're not advocating to complete like to only have two or three drinks. Like some of the best memories I have of when I'm absolutely battered on a night out is as you're saying, just picking and choosing which ones to go for. Like if you know a lot of your pals are coming on a social event and you want to go hard and you know that you can kind of chill on the Sunday, don't like go for it. We're not saying don't get absolutely smacked. I'd say do what do what you want. Yeah. Exactly. Just be aware of the 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 consequences, exactly. the knock on effects, the the positives, the the negatives. Yeah. Don't expect your training to sort of be at peak level if you still are going out every weekend or every sort you look at like i said man the, men- the mental health benefits of like cutting down your alcohol though like your training is better so that makes you feel good your yeah. productivity on that sunday and your enjoyment outside of work and the gym is so much higher mm-hmm. you just everything is the butterfly, is the, effect, so yeah. the butterfly effect absolutely yes um yeah. mate i mean when you have that spike in cortisol the day after like i know a lot of people that like feel anxious and feel mm. like it's horrible i get upset when i'm on go there do you i feel do you really cry i'm not quite a cry but i'm like what i'm like i'm, I'm like what am i doing yeah. i walked to the shop yeah. i remember i walked to a co-op and i was on go over i come up probably snobs again and i bumped into <laughs> i bumped into i bumped oh, into a couple of friends yeah i was there well i was 27 oh you were 27 we told her i seen a couple of people i was hungry i was going to buy a pizza at car and i was like what am i doing again Mm, it yeah. really gets to me when I'm on guard. The next yeah. day I'm saying, I had a great time. Right, but like yeah, the day after. that pizza on your stomach, sat watching the football, like, it's not a nice yeah. place to be. No, yeah. nice but uh, yeah, I think, yeah, so if you do cut down on the alcohol, like A, your gym work is obviously going to be better. Your, uh, your mental health is going to be a bit better. Your productivity is going to be a little bit better. Um, you're not going to have those acute drops that we try and avoid. The testosterone drop at 20%. Mm-hmm. It's not a long-term thing, but that that's big for the next day. Yeah, yeah. And when you talk about optimizing, like muscle point synthesis is hindered. Mm-hmm. It's hard to like, if anyone says, if you drink, like if you drink this day after a session or the night of a session, apparently that's the worst thing you can do because yeah, it, yeah. it inhibits muscle point synthesis it. that much. So yeah. 
If you were trying to optimize everything, you'd probably say cut back on the drinking. But we're all humid, so I think it's picking and choosing when to do it, and then um, you know damage limitations if you can the day after, just to not make it this massive effect where it, you know takes you three weeks to get back to baseline after yeah. one big night out. Yeah, and in respect yeah. in respect to the dry jan, I would say my personal opinion is that just moderation throughout the year is the preferable choice. Is, is the preferable choice, but. If that's not happening, you then, yeah. you know, whatever, like a dry jam can be useful, I guess. I think a lot I think, of... I think it's a bit daft, but like it can be useful. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think a lot of times these things are like tools to then achieve something further down the line. It's a bit like I don't like the idea. It's a punchline. It's a gimmick. It's a something like it's a headline, isn't it? To... I, I, I personally, like respectfully, I, I think it's it's a good, it's a bit like if you want to cut down on Instagram and it's like, it's hard to cut down on Instagram to begin with. And you set a timer on there mm-hmm. and you're like, well, should I really need a timer to to stop me going on my phone? But it's a tool to stop you doing that. And I think sometimes you need a tool to stop you drinking more. Yeah. So for some people, like fair enough. For us, we're not, yeah. We're, we're not massive drinkers, but yeah. if we're like, let's say we were working in recruitment and every time you have to go out and get pissed because we're trying to get clients. If you've then got dry janin, it's a tool to stop you drinking. And then it's a tool to then say, actually, I'm not going to drink as much now. And I'm going to cut yeah. back here. I think it can be a really good thing to stop future things. Uh, yeah. Then on the other side, I, I think I do. I completely agree with you that it is a tool for that kind of person. But then there is the other kind of person that I think the dry jan is kind of seen and, and like the Instagram. Like stuff. a challenge. Yeah, it's like a challenge. And then they think after that. I can yeah, get, for sure. I, 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 the, yeah, I get really pissed. Just like the Instagram stuff. I know those people that have timers and stuff, but it's like, They'll do the hour and then they'll go, oh, nah, take it off. And yeah. It's just sort of, it's kind of like an excuse in their head to make them feel better. So yeah. I think there's definitely both sides of the yeah, argument for, sure. for it. Um, and but there is probably a lot more good that comes out of it than bad, I would say. Well, it's just two sides of the coin, isn't exactly. it? I'm not exactly. disagreeing, Mark, and he's disagreeing with me. I just, I can see it as like a thing that the people can benefit of. And if it's yeah. like, if you want to, if you want to dip your toe into the uh, sober life, it's the perfect time to do it. And yeah. then, you know, decide from there what you want to do. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the benefit- That's a lesson for today. See yeah. both sides of the story. See both sides of the story. Have an opinion. Yes. I respect your opinion. You respect mine. And erections are better when you're a vegan. We've got t- toll-free tacos. Yeah. 8,000% better. Yes, yes. 8,000. Yeah, no exaggeration. Yeah, so dry jan, avoid your decreases in T-levels, avoid the cortisol spikes, keep your training and your productivity high. You're going to reap a lot of... And uh, a vegan, you'd be a monster, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're going to have the... I mean, I can't go in erection if I've had a drink. So if you're vegan and have no drink, you're yeah. I might yeah. be getting the call from. Uh, did you see um, <laughs> Zoo Culture in mean, uh, the the they've, uh, they've got a porn star talking at you. Have they? Yeah, yeah, it's carnage. I don't get it. Loads of people have backlashed against it. They're like, mm. dude, it's a gym. I wanted to bring my kids, mm. and then like, it's like Mark Mark opening MSC point oh, and he's invited his uh his favorite uh, um, favorite actress, favorite actress, actress. Or, actor. or actor, or actor, or actor, we, yeah, or performer, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Sins, Could Johnny Sins, bring him a seat. Do you know who Johnny Sins is? He's a firefighter. Oh no, he's a policeman in it. No, he's uh, a, a doctor, 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 doctor. <laughs> military man, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, all fake tech. Yeah, God. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, we've ended on a lull. But uh, yeah, so there's a lot of uh, yeah. Hopefully, that's given you some good insight into um, the benefits of veganuary and also the benefits of reducing your alcohol intake. And yeah. hopefully, um, that's answered some of the questions you've got. But if there are any others, as always, you can let us know uh, via the comment section or drop us a private message, and we'll be happy to help you further. Uh, Max, Mark, anything you want to add to finish? 
No, I thought that was lovely. I really enjoyed the uh, podcast and mm. uh, looking forward to the next one. Uh, welcome back to all our members and uh, happy January. Let's yeah. make 2023 a good one. A little bit of deja vu, but yeah, really enjoyed this podcast. Yeah. yeah. If um, I'm going to say it now, if this hasn't worked, I'm not doing it again. No, this is the last time. Thank you for listening, guys, and we will see you at the next one. Ciao. Ciao. Just say no space there, Mark. That's one thing.